0: From across the Midwest, this is Opinions Anonymous, your new favorite podcast. If you can't get enough of us, check us out online at opinionsanonymous.com. In the meantime, sit back, relax, and remember, everyone has an opinion. Ours
1: are just better. Hello and welcome to Opinions Anonymous and today we have a very special episode for you. This past weekend was the WWE Royal Rumble as well as TakeOver and Raw and SmackDown and we've somehow gathered some friends who have attended all of these. So, a super great episode. I am Luke, with me today is Andy. Andy, how's it going? Doing great, man. How are you? good and a huge congratulations addison and erica are here they just celebrated uh they got married on new year's eve which i think is pretty cool in itself and then waited three weeks to take their honeymoon so they could go do everything wwe and phoenix and we are so stoked to hear about you guys' entire trip thanks for being here today thank you so first, I, I guess what made you guys—I mean, how did you know you're planning a wedding, right? And one of the big things is honeymoon, and you guys instantly seem to jump all over this. So, what was the thought process <laughs> in making it to the Royal Rumble?
2: Okay, so I was not on top of this from the beginning. Let's—it might—it might—it might appear that way. The decision came down to. Um, the fact that my mom and I are going to Europe later this year. Um, and so he wanted to pick something and I said he wanted to go to WrestleMania and this was before they had announced it. And I said, OK, well, if it's somewhere we haven't been like that, I haven't been we can go because I'd rather go somewhere that I've never been before. Um, and then we saw that uh, the Royal Rumble is in Phoenix. I've never been to Arizona. So I said, hey, let's go. And I gave him the option, we could have floor seats at the Rumble, or we could have seats a little higher up and go to Access in every show. So, the rest was all his decision.
1: So, you guys got to each pick who you met at Access, is that right?
2: Yep. Yeah, so, we each paid to meet one person. So like the VIP pass. Yeah, so he had the VIP pass to meet Finn Balor, I had the VIP pass to meet Daniel Bryan. Everyone else, it just happened that we were at the right place at the right time and in the right line mm-hmm. to meet everyone.
3: A guy in a suit walked up to us said, "Hey, are you going to meet them too?" We're like, "Yeah," and we're like,
2: yeah, "Okay, let's go, we'll go. Sure. yeah, yeah." <laughs> <laughs> i to turn that down. <laughs>
0: so, who all did you guys eventually get to like see and kind of interact with there?
2: Oh, okay. There's like a list of like 20 people. Um, so we met Finn Balor, Daniel Bryan. Shinsuke Nakamura, Dean Ambrose, the B Team, uh, Sanity, Ember Moon, Kurt Mojo, Angle. Raleigh, Kurt Angle,
3: Heavy Machinery, Heavy
2: Machinery, uh, No Way Jose, uh,
3: <laughs> UK uh, NXT UK, uh, the guy with the, the mask, it's getting orange. Laguero, Laguero, yeah,
2: Um We met an NXT uh, tag team. Uh, we met this NXT UK lady named Jenny, Jenny. I want to say her is her name. She was at the table with Kurt Angle, and no one knew who she was until you got up there to meet her. Like, no one. We're just like, okay, well, might as it's well. She pleasant was the surprise. Um, is that everyone we met? Yeah,
0: that's awesome. That's quite a uh, a comprehensive list kind of up and down the roster. That's great. All right, so out of all of the all of the people that you interacted with there at uh at the the event, who was the I guess who was the best interaction or who was your favorite interaction there?
2: Uh Shinsuke Nakamura.
3: By far Shinsuke.
0: By far. Oh, really? No language barrier issues?
2: No. He would like he no. was poking fun at people. He was picking kids up and like spinning them around. Yeah, he made fun of me um he looked at me and he goes, oh, thank you for buying my merch. And I kind of looked at me. He's like, oh, wait, that's Daniel Bryan. And I was like, oh.
1: <laughs> Addison, did he pick you up?
3: No,
2: he uh, <laughs> he did
3: like a real uh, Shinsuke Nakamura pose and that was cool. Yeah,
1: nice.
2: He was just super personable compared to some of the others.
1: That's pretty cool. I, uh, this is going to be hard for you guys to pinpoint down, but... What was your favorite moment of the entire weekend?
2: It, that We've already talked about this. I have mine, hands down. Yeah. <laughs> Easy. My favorite moment of the entire time was being at Raw and n- literally not being able to hear a word that Ronda Rousey said because the boos were so loud.
1: Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I I can't
2: explain what it was like, but she was talking on the mic, and you could not hear a word that she was saying.
1: I think they pumped that different into the live broadcast.
2: (laughs) Yeah. Yeah, they had to have because she was supposed to – there was a lot of things that was supposed to happen and that she was supposed to say that never was said because she just stopped talking.
1: (laughs) And that would explain why she looked so pissed the entire time. (laughs)
3: I thought for sure she was going to knock out Becky Lynch for real. <laughs> hey, you got to have that heat, man. You got to have that heat. My favorite moment for everything, I thought it was pretty awesome to see Nia Jax come out to the Royal Rumble.
1: I thought that was pretty cool. And and not only uh, eliminate Mustafa, but catch a nice RKO for her. Oh for yeah, her oh, God,
3: it- <laughs> she got six one nine and everything. It was amazing.
1: <laughs> she did really get some of the best spots there. She can take some bumps. So you guys mentioned meeting Dean Ambrose, and I don't know if you've heard or, or caught up on it, but yep. WWE oh, yeah. actually announced that he he's wanting his you know release, and he's going to be leaving after WrestleMania. So what are your thoughts on? him getting out of the company and what do you think's up for him next
2: i am not surprised i don't i don't know what your interaction but mine it's just he was very like not he was not happy to be at access he like you could tell that he did not want to be there so when that when that came out i was not surprised
3: his whole Body language, his attitude was just weird. When I walked up to him, I gave him a fist bump and I said, what's up, man? He's like, oh, you know, another day, another dollar, which that just throws the vibe of like, you know, maybe you're not enjoying yeah. what you're doing.
1: Yeah. I say that like four times a week. <laughs>
2: <Right>. <laughs> as far as what's next, I, I don't know.
3: I hope they don't start jobbing him out. That's what I'm hoping is that they just start putting him in squash matches or not or just playing him as a joke.
1: Yeah,
0: I think the fact that they've kind of come out and announced it so far ahead of of his actual like the end of his contract, I think that probably bodes well for him. Kind of having a little bit of a you know at least staying strong through the end of it. Mm-hmm. But yeah, it is kind of it's kind of depressing because like any program they put together for him through the next couple of months is
1: kind of you just know where it's ending, right? Yeah, the interesting part of that, Andy, is there after Raw. They obviously talked about having a program with uh, Nia Jackson, Dean Ambrose, <laughs> and if if she goes over him and then he leaves the company, like what that would do for his legacy or for him just in general. I'm kind of wondering what Renee Young's going to do about it. Yeah, yeah, it's a valid point because she's like the
3: first ever women's announce, announce like live TV announce table, and.
1: You know. it has to be awkward, right Oh yeah yeah <laughs> and my husband hates you guys but I'm gonna stick around
0: <laughs> So getting back a little more into the the kind of overall weekend for you guys something that I'm curious about and kinda I feel like it can come through a little bit when you're watching it um, at, from home but how is the vibe different between like the NXT event versus the the WWE events?
2: NXt. NXT events, because this is what the second event that we've been to NXT wise, it is leaps and bounds better than any WWE event I've been to. And it's, it's, there's not as many fans just talking crap about people. It's like the fans that are there know that they're about to get the best show and get every penny that they paid for.
3: From the beginning to the end, it just, I mean... It was outstanding.
1: Like there was everyone, everything was just a shocker. Even the opening on Raw when Triple H came down with Rollins, the entire when Triple H came out, everybody chanted NXT. It just seems like it's such a superior brand, which draws a lot of criticism for Raw and SmackDown, uh, particularly Raw, I guess, on why the writing is so bad. But Andy and I, I don't know, Kyle, if you tuned in, but Andy and I were actually playing cards on saturday night and we we pulled an extra tv out of the closet so we could turn on nxt and we watched it so looking for you guys of course (laughs)
3: we would give up like i mean our seats were great and everything but i would definitely spend the money to go to floor seats for an nxt show over any raw smackdown even maybe a pay-per-view
2: absolutely yeah i would do the same
3: well worth it you get the chair, too, and that think that's cool. <laughs> yeah.
1: <laughs> I was, I'm was i sure you guys were, too. When you asked me for opinion on whether or not you should go to Raw, SmackDown, or both, I thought there would be way more debuts after the Rumble, and there really wasn't anything of substance.
3: I got a buddy that asked the same thing. like Asked me if he thought there was going to be any debuts, and I was thinking, you know, EC3 is going to be number three or number one. And I also thought Ricochet yeah. may have been number one because he's the one and only. It but.
2: it's I think it's because they're trying to make the transition where NXT is more of a third entity rather than a D league situation, like a
0: minor. League, yeah, yeah, yeah.
2: And I and I think it shows because I would place bets that a lot of the people in NXT don't want to move up because they know they're they're. The people that I met from NXT, they know that they're the better show. Like they just know that they are, and I and I think that that they want to stay. And I think I hope that WWE does that, because I don't there's so many talented people in NXT, and I feel like if they move up, it's they're gonna get lost.
0: Yeah, I think the the bigger thing for me really, the bigger the bigger worry, I guess, for NXT as a brand is like, how long does that stay? triple h's show and when does he take over when do they realize that he's got the better show going on and and have him you know run the wwe band brand completely Uh, and will that take away from from nxt so it would definitely be i I, in my eyes that would be a huge positive for wwe but uh, it would have to hurt nxt so it's kind of for me, it's it's a tough line to walk because it's like which way do I want it? Um, so I, I that that worries me more than kind of the individual superstars. But I see what you mean. Yeah. You know, it's it's far too often you see a guy come up from NXT and then just kind of get lost in the in the mid card or, or the the undercard somewhere. Yeah.
1: This is probably more of a personal question, just because I'm curious. How did the fans react at Elias's question mark heel turn again on Raw this week? <laughs>
3: <laughs> oh yeah. He, you, I don't know if you can love I, or hate him. I he's just there to walk with Elias. That's what you're there for. Yeah,
2: th- that was one thing that just. I think he's one of those people that's going to be loved, whether he is a heel or a face. It was cool that Jeff Jarrett and Road Dogg were out there, and I think some of the older people in the crowd were booing Elias, but it was very. Like I didn't know whether to cheer for him or not to. It, it I don't know. It was an interesting he situation. He definitely
3: is throwing out that heel vibe. <laughs> yeah, but, like heels are starting to get over wave over
1: the wow, face yeah, now. For sure. Yeah, so I I actually have only been to it's kind of crazy, but one WWE event ever, and it was in two thousand one, back when Kurt Angle was like probably the top one of the top heels and. Uh, me and one of my cousins just loved Kurt Angle. So he came out and everybody, that's when everybody started chanting, you suck. And we would chant, you rock. And we loved Kurt Angle. So kind of the same <laughs> thing, I guess.
0: But kind of speaking of who got, uh, who got some interesting reactions from the crowd there, uh, I, I think pretty unanimously, probably Becky Lynch oh, got, the, uh, got the best reactions uh, at least that's kind of how it came across watching on television. Um, did you guys have that same impression from um, where you were sitting?
2: It. If you guys didn't hear all the legitimate boos for Ronda Rousey, then you have no idea <laughs> how much people were cheering for Becky Lynch. And she was at
3: every single show besides it, NXT. Yeah. She was at Access. <laughs> people were losing it.
2: It. She. They cheered harder for Becky Lynch than anyone else the entire weekend that was it i don't i don't know if i can explain it she's the man she is the man
1: (laughs) it's pretty awesome to see
0: so then outside of outside of the obvious winner then who uh who from your guys perspective got the best reaction from the crowd outside of becky um
2: i think for me i thought the nxt guys that came out for the royal rumble got a big big like C- crowd applause just because I think it was mm-hmm. three guys that we didn't expect to see.
3: I would say Seth Rollins on my side because I, I think a lot of people speculated that he was going to win it. But when that burn it down hits, the whole crowd just
2: oh, it's awesome. It, they jump in all together and it <laughs> burn it down.
3: And it's oh, it's so cool.
2: And neither of us are huge <laughs> Seth Rollins fans, but you can't not yell then. burn it down with the rest of the crowd
1: yeah when you're in the moment yeah for sure yeah just out of curiosity what was the reaction like for lesnar i mean was it just cool to see him because it's brock lesnar or are you guys just as tired of him as most people who are someone diehard fans? someone
2: in this conversation owns a couple of brock lesnar shirts Look, I... <laughs> <laughs> I, I was sounded so like I a <laughs>
3: <laughs> I was psyched for him to come back. When he first came back at F5 John Cena, I was like, oh my gosh, finally, he's just going to be a badass. And then he just didn't show up, and I then he didn't show up, think, and I was just getting I think more it, and more disappointed in his whole act of just wanting to be a money-hungry monster, which isn't a bad thing from a business pack, but like, you got to do something for the fans, I think.
2: And I, I think at this point, the fans are just over it and don't even really react to him. They react more to Paul Heyman. I think that's what gets the reactions. No one cares anymore because they know he's probably going to go out there and he's probably going to win, and then he's not going to show up until a week before WrestleMania. So it wasn't, there wasn't really as much reactions as you would think. He's just
3: kind of there. Yeah. Yeah, people boo him, but he's just, he's just there. The Universal title is not getting anything. I think it's starting to fade more and more.
0: Yeah, that, that is something to worry about. I mean, you can still the other thing is, yeah, you can tell there's people who uh, who, you know, still will will yell along with Paul Heyman as he's introducing him and whatnot, which is I mean, it's it's nice that he at least gets some, you know, play from the crowd. But it is uh, it is tough to see the, the universal title just kind of sit there on the shelf for for such a long time.
1: Andy, do you want to you want to get into a little fun game you created here?
0: Yes, yes. So this will be this will be focusing completely on just the uh, the Royal Rumble pay per view event. So we're going to play uh, a brand new segment on the pod <laughs> called Slay Per View. So we're going to go through. We're, we'll briefly uh, re- go through our thoughts on each match of the the Royal Rumble card, uh, give our thoughts, and then we'll rate it overall a, a Slay or a Nay. So starting off, starting off, will uh, with the uh, the matches in the pre show. Uh, the first one, we had Shinsuke defeating Rusev for the uh, U.S. championship. What were your guys' thoughts on that one?
2: Uh, <sighs> uh, <laughs> uh, we I thought that it was a good, solid match, but I think because it was on the pre-show, um, there was just so much going on, and it was hard to focus on the match. So I, like, I give it a nay. Oh, no.
3: It's sad to say that because, yeah, <laughs> it is Nakamura. Shinsuke is incredible performer in everything. Rusev, he's one of those ones I wish they got a bigger push. But, yeah, it was definitely mm-hmm. a sleigh. No, a nay. Uh, a nay, my bad. <laughs> a
2: nay because... Slay <laughs> no, is
3: good. Slay King, come on. No, it was a nay. Fly. But, no, it was a nay because... Lana getting involved also makes it, I don't know, it just gives a little bit of a negative to me. Like, just give them a match and don't give these, like, all the time somebody interrupts, somebody, oh, I'm walking this way and I just bump into you, or the ref falls down. I can't stand matches like that.
1: So, bonus question, uh, R-Truth on SmackDown, the the whole R-Truth, Shinsuke, and then R-Truth, Rusev, what do you guys think there? Awesome. Best
2: thing ever! It was awesome. <laughs> okay, okay. I, I am an R-Truth lover. Last When we went to SmackDown a couple months ago, I had an I love heart R-Truth sign. I love it. He deserves it. I think they almost
3: botched the ending, but I think the ending was supposed to happen, but I think the ref may have counted a little too fast, but that definitely was supposed to happen. It was awesome. Perfect.
1: Love it. A couple of R truth stands on the pod here. You know, you guys know I was pushing for him to win the Rumble, right?
2: <laughs> um, I was pushing for him to win the Rumble as well. I have and- no idea who yeah. he
3: would have picked. If he
2: would have picked
1: uh,
3: Brock Lesnar and that would have made who it Brock- to WrestleMania, <laughs> that would have brought so <laughs> many fans back. It would have been awesome. Yeah. Exactly. What's up, Suplex City?
0: What about you guys for the opening match here?
1: I, I think I'm probably nay and I'm I may be more nay now retroactively after uh Rusev on SmackDown apparently turning heel again, but I, I wasn't a huge fan of this. I, I I guess it it makes sense now that our truth is a champ, because neither one of these guys really were doing anything for the United States championship. Yeah, I I think it's a nay
0: for me just because uh Shinsuke versus Rusev for the US title shouldn't be on the pre show. I think that's my Perfect. justification for it. It's tough. Those seven o'clock start matches are, are a tough, tough pill to swallow. Uh, all right. Uh, the second pre show match, we had Buddy Murphy retaining the cruiserweight title versus Akira Tozawa, Hideo
3: Itami, and Kalisto. I liked it. I thought it was cool. There was a lot of spots on it where Buddy Murphy, I think he's amazing, first off, but when he picked up, when he caught uh, Kalisto coming out through the, for a suicide dive through the ropes and caught him and suplexed him out on there on the, on the mat, on the floor, Blah, That was awesome. And him retaining it, I thought it was a good match all around.
2: I did not expect that answer from you. Oh, I- um, but I agree. I think it Ooh. actually got a bigger pop than the U.S. title match in the pre show. Um, and I think, I think it has to do with the fact that, the four guys that are in it are people that are going to do the high fly stunts and are going to be jumping out of the ring and doing the flips. Um, I thought it was—I thought it was a good match, so I also give it a slay. I never thought I would say that. Whoops.
1: <laughs> yeah, Andy. Speaking of uh, matches that shouldn't be on the pre-show, I. These guys should get on the main show every time. It's a, a giant sleigh for me. I think these guys always do a great job. The 205 Live guys, they don't get enough credit for what they do. And yeah, Addison said it best. Buddy Murphy is, he's just kind of a beast right now. And he's, everything he touches is gold. So sleigh for me. Yeah, man. Uh, sleigh for me on this one, too. It
0: always, yeah, the cruiserweights, I always, I never, never know anything about them coming in. Always love the matches when I sh- see him on the pay per view. And I'm like, oh, yeah, I should totally, tune into uh, tune into their show. And then I never do. So I'll just let them keep being a pleasant surprise on all my pay-per-views. Uh, all right. Moving into the main show here. Uh, we had Asuka retaining the SmackDown's women's title against Becky Lynch. Of course, setting up for later on in the, uh, in the show. Uh, what do we think about this one?
2: Oh, hi. I don't want to go first. Um, <laughs> I'm kind of indifferent. It was, I think it was more of a, it was just there. I knew that if Becky didn't win, that she would, she would make her way into the Rumble. I wish, I don't know. It's, it, it's hard for me with Asuka. I used to love watching her wrestle in NXT. Um, it's hard in WWE to watch her just because she doesn't ever get on the mic and it's, I don't know. It's hard for me. So I'm just kind of indifferent. I didn't hate it, but I didn't love it. Is there an option for that?
1: It's the nice not one
0: that rhymes, I don't think. <laughs> not one that we thought of. You can give it a a, a soft soft nay or something like yeah, that. Yeah, I'll
2: do a soft nay. Yeah. I'll give
3: it a nay. I think it's set up for a perfect uh, Royal Rumble for Becky Lynch, but Asuka is just one of those people kinda I feel like she's I mean, I'm not putting it because of race, but I think she's kinda like Nakamura. She's being kind of like Used wrong she's not getting uh the voice out there she's not getting pushed as much as in nxt it was just like she like erica said it was just kind of there she's not getting i feel like a good push
1: for almost the same reason i'll go a soft sleigh just because i think this (laughs) finally gives oscar a little bit of momentum back after they absolutely screwed her up with I don't even care about her losing, but after her first loss, she was, she turned into a jobber for a couple months yes. and they just yeah. didn't know what the hell they were doing with her. So this kind of gives her a little bit of credibility back that, you know, she, she beats Becky Lynch, she retains the title in a marquee match. So soft sleigh for me. Uh, I'm going really to, I'm going to actually go a pretty solid sleigh for that one just because of what it set up.
0: Um, I think it was, you know, it was maybe even a little bit predictable, to be honest. Luke, I think we talked about exactly this exact thing happening on Saturday night. So something we kind of saw coming, but uh, still enjoyed what it set up. So uh, I'll give it a slay there. All right. Next up, we have The Miz and Shane McMahon defeating The Bar for the SmackDown Tag Team
3: titles.
2: Uh, (laughs) I liked it. I liked it. (laughs) I did not like it.
3: I keep on wanting to say the wrong word. Is it slay or what's the other one? <laughs> if you liked it, it's
2: slay. It's sleigh. Uh, okay. Yes. Slay,
3: I like it. I think they teased a, a moment, like a spot to go through the table. So I kind of was looking forward to that. But then Shane turned and took out the bar still on the floor. So I thought that was cool. I don't like that Shane is starting to still weasel himself into matches where I think that he needs to let other talent grab a hold of I don't know, the the belt, I guess, but it's cool mm-hmm. to see him still do his spots, jumping off uh, Hell in the Cell and all that, but in Coast to Coast. But I like the match. I thought it was good. The Miz is definitely still awesome, no matter what he does.
2: Hey. Friend
0: of the show. Yeah. Friend of the <laughs> yes. show, The Miz.
2: Okay, so get ready for a rant here. I say nay because The Miz should never be in a tag team because he has enough like of pop and arrogance to be by himself. He really should be going against like EC3 or Velveteen dream. Oh, Shane man. McMahon as much as I love him, needs to stop wrestling. They have so many people in the WWE roster that need a chance and I hate it and I hate it, I hate it, I hate it. like I was super excited. I remember the night that he came back. And I was stoked, and now I'm over it. He needs to go away, be the general manager, talk to people. That's cool. Stop wrestling, and the bar got screwed. I'm a bar fan, and that pissed me off. (laughs) I mean, it was a great match. I say nay because of the outcome.
1: Addison, how much longer is this car ride? Are you going to be okay? You need us to send (laughs) help or
2: anything? I'll be great.
1: (laughs) Man.
3: Now it's so that I can rant with me about wrestling.
1: So cool. <laughs> yeah, exactly. It's perfect. As as Andy mentioned, The Miz, friend of the podcast, I got the pleasure to meet him not too long ago, a few months ago, and love The Miz. Just absolutely love The Miz. Love that he's doing something and getting a title, but 100% agree with Erica that Shane McMahon should not be wrestling. And I, I don't even know who the partner for The Miz is, and I, kinda, I find it kind of weird that... Suddenly, Daniel Bryan's a heel and the Miz is a face, and it's just kind of a weird thing. But I'm interested to see where they're going to go with this, so I'll go with Slay. All right,
0: I'm going to go. I'm actually going to go Nay on this one, and it it pains me. Sorry, Miz, but I I think it 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 honestly was a little bit the point where I I kind of lost a little focus on the uh, on the entire pay per view and just wasn't paying that much attention to it. So if it has a Miz in it and it doesn't keep my attention. Then I've I've got to give it a nay. So, sorry, Miz, we still love you, but uh, your match sucked. <laughs> All right, moving on. Next, we have Ronda Rousey, first retaining the Raw Women's Title versus Sasha Banks.
2: Nay, 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 and nay. <laughs> it. I mean, it's not. Oh it's not just because of the outcome, but the match as a whole. It wasn't. Very fluid, and you could tell in some parts. I don't know if they showed this on TV, but in person, you could definitely tell that there were parts where they were not on the same page. And UFC, I am a Rondo Rousey lover. Like, she would kill anyone in a stadium ever. But when it comes to her wrestling, it just needs some work. And I think that. Her and Sasha going against each other just did not mesh well whatsoever. I can't
3: stand Ronda Rousey trying to be nice and at the end of every match trying to hug it out and not be a badass that she really is. And I thought the little hint at the four horsewomen was awesome because I'm a Shayna Baszler fan. And I think that she should actually be the gimmick that Shayna Baszler has is what I think Ronda Rousey should have. But I'm happy Shayna Baszler has it because she's cool. But, yeah, I'm not, I'd give it a, a nay. Or, uh, God, are people wanting to say the wrong word. Wait, nay is no. <laughs> yeah. You, I,
1: I don't, no, you're, you're yeah, right. I didn't, you're right, I think. I not really like that. fucking yeah, Andy you're right. in this complicated game.
3: <laughs> <laughs> I just, I think Ronda Rousey is being pushed way too fast. I kind of think maybe if she went to NXT at first to get a little bit of her mic skills, her in ring performing, a little bit more fluid. And working with people in a smaller crowd may have helped her out instead of just going straight to WrestleMania in front of like 50,000, 70,000 people. And then all of a sudden going to smaller crowds and then just getting booed out and she can't handle it.
1: It's an interesting dynamic with you guys being live and us watching on TV because I didn't think the match looked too bad on TV. But uh, when I did go watch the one show that I watched, you get to see, you know, which I guess the Royal Rumble is a little more quote unquote live, but. I got to see some botches that when I rewatched on TV, they yeah. they cut to commercials and do that kind of stuff. So uh, yeah, it looked a little more fluid on, on TV than what you're saying. But for me, I'm going to say Slay, and I'm going to say it because I think this is one a little bit like Asuka earlier. Sasha Banks looked pretty good, and I think if this were anybody else, she would have beat Rousey. And uh, I just like seeing Sasha Banks back in the title picture and not just screwing around backstage.
0: Yeah, I think I I go I have to say nay on this one. Um kind of, you know, I Luke, I agree with you a little bit that watching it on television sort of it it, it looked okay, but it to me it looked like yeah, this was another Ronda Rousey match. So, Addison kind of to your point, when she came out in WrestleMania, basically everyone was stoked that, oh yeah, she can actually do some stuff in ring and she doesn't look, you know, uh, horrible. She doesn't look terrible. She looks like she could, you know, get there one day. But then here we are almost a year later and we're still kind of in the same spot with that. So I think that's, what's what's kind of frustrating to me, I guess. Um, And and you had a couple things like when Sasha banks, her, her uh, the thing on her sleeve kind of started coming Mm -hmm. apart and she didn't like totally get rid of it or anything. And then she tries to choke Rhonda out with it a little bit. That was a little clunky to me overall. Just, yeah, just, just didn't feel uh, up to snuff for a pay-per-view match for me. So that's a nay.
3: On Raw. The match with her and Bailey, Bailey was carrying her the entire time. I don't mm-hmm. know if it was because of the crowd, but that match, Bailey was definitely carrying everything. Yeah, it was rough.
0: Mm-hmm. All right, so Rhonda, get to, get a uh, get to the performance center. Get yeah. back to work. Mm-hmm. That's what we're yeah. gonna say. That's the official stance. Yeah. You tell her that, Andy. <laughs> uh this is why we're anonymous right she can't track me down okay uh next up we have the the women's royal rumble with uh, of course becky lynch is the surprise entrant at the end coming out on top what are our thoughts on this one
2: i definitely say slay i think it was exactly what the wwe universe wanted um which I guess is kind of what the McMahons are trying to do. That's what they came out and said a few weeks ago is they want to listen to us. I really enjoyed it just because of the fact that I thought the very first Women's Royal Rumble was kind of a flop.
1: Yeah.
2: And I was really I was really impressed. Um, I was not surprised by the fact that it was Charlotte and Becky at the end. Like that didn't like shock me whatsoever. Mm-hmm. But I loved it. The only I have one small little negative, and that is the fact that I was waiting the entire time to see Lana come out to the Royal Rumble, and then she doesn't even make it. Uh, that was a little uh, sad for one. me. Uh, <laughs> tough that luck. was that was tough for me. But overall, I, I actually thought the Women's Royal Rumble was better than the Men's.
1: Oh, teaser.
2: Oh, sorry. Sorry. <laughs> sorry. I
3: definitely give it a slay, a huge improvement from last year. I think that there was awesome spots. I think that, uh, they, I like it when I do like surprise entrances, like at the, at the first one, they gave a lot of like the older school, old school wrestlers, you know, you had Tori Wilson, Kelly Kelly, all these older legends come out, Trish Stratus, Lita, whereas they kept this uh, new one with the main roster. From each brand, from uh, two hundred five or not two hundred five, UK main roster NXT. I kind of like that. I thought the hornswoggle spot with Selena Vega was hilarious. I did not see that coming. <laughs> oh god, <laughs> it was so funny. <laughs> but all around, I thought it was fun. I thought there was awesome spots. The match was good, and Becky Lynch winning it was obviously a great setup for WrestleMania for her against Ronda Rousey.
1: I'm gonna go a huge sleigh for me as well. And I would like you guys to confirm what I read was that the biggest pop of the weekend was when Fit Finley allowed Becky Lynch to enter the rumble. Is that is that huge. true?
2: I <laughs> don't know if I've ever heard a crowd go that crazy. Like in any of the sporting events that I've been to, of anything, the crowd was chanting, and we're there's so many times where you can be seated. But the entire place was standing up just, like, with their fingers crossed, waiting for him to say yes. It was amazing.
3: amazing. I wanted a Fit Finley uh, chant, but, you know, that didn't happen. But
2: cool enough. (laughs) (laughs) Thank you, Lynch. (laughs) Yeah, yeah, yeah.
0: (laughs) What a shame. Yeah, I I have to agree with everybody. Huge slay on this one, and yeah, I think uh, I think consensus maybe is that this was better than the men's Royal Rumble, um, which you know my only real negative was uh, that my uh, my true love Kyrie Sane, didn't last a little longer. (laughs) So uh, R.I.P. her chances at WrestleMania, but that's fine.
1: Don't you have 29 other true loves that were in the Royal Rumble as well? (laughs) Well,
0: yes, but uh, that's we won't dwell (laughs) on that tonight. (laughs) <laughs> Mandy Rose. <laughs> Moving on then. Moving on. Uh, we have Daniel Bryan retaining the uh, the WWE Championship versus AJ Styles.
2: Okay, so huge Daniel Bryan fan. He's my favorite wrestler of all time. But I'm gonna have to say nay. I... Ooh, that hurts. I, That... Oh man, that pains me to say, I really just wanted him and AJ to have a really clean match. And I think it all came down to the fact that Eric Rowan came out of nowhere to help him. And it was over and no one understood what was going on. Obviously until Tuesday night when we found out what was going on. But it's so sad for me to say nay right now, but I just, I couldn't get behind it.
3: I, me personally, like, I just, I, I'm very mixed on it because it, I know that they have huge potential against each other. They're a phenomenal wrestlers, but,
2: um. Ooh, I hate you for that. <laughs>
3: <laughs> <laughs> kind of like what I said about the beginning where I can't stand, like, these matches that could be amazing either being ruined or having just some random out of nowhere I mean, it does keep the fans guessing, I guess, but that match could have been a five-star match. And I think that they're also not pushing rivalries as well in the WWE. There's not been a good rivalry since, I think, honestly, Miz versus Daniel Bryan. And anything against Brock Lesnar is not a rivalry because you just he doesn't show up. Mm-hmm. But I, there's been no real good solid rivalries to make a rivalry good, I guess.
1: I'm just going to start saying ditto to Addison because this had so much potential and so do all their other matches. And granted they had probably one pretty good one, but it's Daniel Bryan versus AJ Styles for the WWE championship. This match should be, I mean, it should bring the card down. I mean, it should bring the house down hands down by far. So huge nay for me. I was pretty disappointed. I, if they do something really, really, really cool with Rowan and Bryan and, they throw some people in there, then I might retroactively change this, but uh, nay for me right now.
0: Yeah, it, it's it's tough when this match had you know Rowan showing up was the weirdest thing probably that happened during this entire pay per view, and we had a Swaggle pop out from under the, the yeah. room during <laughs> the, yeah. the room. so that, that alone. I will say I will give it a little bit positive because I loved the uh, I, I, the promo before video before this match was great just because I love looking back at the daniel bryan as a heel moments so that was a lot of fun for me but overall this this one's a a nay just so much potential there it's it's a real shame that it kind of didn't it kind of fell flat
2: i feel like this match was the one match that disappointed me the most just Mm -hmm. because i am such a huge daniel bryan lover like i cried when he retired I cried when he came back. I cried at SmackDown like two months ago. I've, mm-hmm. I've cried meeting him. So it was, it was I think, my the biggest disappointment of the entire weekend was that match.
3: I would like to see a good stable come out of it, too. The WWE doesn't have really good stables, whereas NXT still has Undisputed Air. I mean, you can say a tag team, I guess, is a stable, but the New Day is not a stable. That's a tag team
1: sanity is i mean has like potential to be a great stable oh yeah Did you get there yeah hopefully we'll get something good out of something good out of a, a
0: very disappointing match hopefully all right moving on then we have rock lesnar of course retaining the universal championship versus finn balor a non-demon finn balor <sighs> i think i have to point out which you know hurt hurt a little bit but what do
3: we think about this one I'll grab this one first. You go ahead. (laughs) I'm a huge Finn Balor fan. I watched him when he came out with Hideo Tommy at the beginning of NXT. I I thought, the honestly, I didn't like the outcome because I'm a Finn Balor fan. I wanted to see him get it. I still will give it a slay because I thought him against Brock Lesnar, he was still, Brock Lesnar's going to smash him. He's That's all he does is is spots of smashing. But Finn held his own and not as the demon. I thought it was sad that it didn't seem come out as the demon. But I think the match all around was good.
2: I will also give it a slay. I felt like the writers, when it came to this match, did the right thing. I think everyone knew when he didn't come out as a demon that he wasn't going to win. But they still gave you enough, like, Ooh, maybe he's going to get it. I mean, it's it's disappointing because here we go, not seeing the universal title for another 6 to 8 weeks. But I thought I thought the writers did it well. It could have it could have went really badly, but I give it a slay.
1: I'm going to go soft nay mostly because of Brock Lesnar retaining the universal championship. I'm actually a huge Finn Balor fan as well. I can't tell you how many times in my living room by myself I do the Finn Balor entrance. Yeah probably way more than i should <laughs> admit to but the only point that i rewound the live event <laughs> yeah. Was the entrance twice <laughs> yeah just just to do that a couple more times but uh and i agree i think he did a good job he did everything that he could have to make a brock lesnar match in 2019 good but i'm i'm tired of brock i want him to go away and i want the universal championship to matter so soft nay for me Yeah, For me, I'm going to just based on the on the match itself,
0: that was as good of a like five minute match as you, I think, could possibly have, especially between uh, two guys. So, you know, so vastly different of different different styles, different sizes. And I think they did a really good job of having Finn look incredibly competitive uh, against Brock Lesnar. So I'm going to give it a slay for that reason. Again, yeah, I, I'm in agreement that the Universal title should should go somewhere else. But I think the match by itself, I'm going to say slay on. And then finally, we have the the Men's Royal Rumble with, of course, Seth Rollins coming out on top at the end there. Uh, kind of the, the marquee event of the entire pay-per-view, supposedly. So what were your thoughts on that?
2: I think my biggest thing was that I wasn't surprised um Addison can kind of confirm for the last few months I've been saying Seth Rollins is gonna win especially when him and Dean fell apart it was just kind of cemented that it was his time to win with that being said I, I'll give it a soft sleigh because it it wasn't bad whatsoever there weren't there wasn't anything horrible that happened but I I think I say soft slay just because of the fact that Most people knew Seth Rollins was probably going to win. I will say that Titus O'Neil climbing under the ring um, was hilarious, and we were all kind of waiting because we had to see. And so when he stopped and like walked, that was funny. But then when he crawled underneath, I that was comical. (laughs) But just because it. It was an outcome that I kind of saw coming from a mile away. I'll give it a soft slay,
3: soft slay from here as well. Seth Rollins did make the teaser before even like he was in that category for Universal champs against uh, Brock on Raw a couple months back, but uh, there wasn't huge pops. I feel like that was kind of a like. I also like the fact that they kept it to the main roster and everything, but you got at least have. One or two out of nowhere randoms. I thought Jane uh, Double J was cool with Elias at the beginning. Did not see that coming at all because of how much he's done outside of WWE. But Soft Slay, I was happy to see Pete Dunne, Johnny Gargano, and uh, Aleister Black appear. Uh, Rollins winning it and having at the end, was it Stroman with him at the end? Yep, I'm really yeah. happy Stroman didn't get it because I just, I think it would have been weird for him to just.
2: My answer would have been the complete opposite. I just, had Strum and a
3: Big repeat of everything that we've done <laughs> the
2: with, last
3: year. <laughs> last year, you know, yeah. teasing Braun, teasing Braun, teasing Braun. I wish they would do something with Braun because I think he's turning into that category of he's just a big guy. Do we make him a joke or do we want to make him a big guy? Like, what do we want? But all around, he's the big Seth, show. Yeah, that. Yeah, I don't want that to happen. Today. But Seth winning it, definitely awesome. I think he has a good chance of taking it off of. Uh, lesnar at wrestlemania
1: yeah i agree seth seth winning it probably even though it was pretty obvious makes sense and he should dethrone the beast and hopefully make the title relevant again and then maybe reigns will come back and it'll become interesting but for me i'm gonna give it a nay and it's probably because of uh, the lack of surprise and just i mean Maybe it's the two Royal Rumbles, and you're a little worn out by the end. And the women's was so good, so the men's really had to do something special, and I don't think it did. I Going back to even Erica, you loving the bar, somebody like Cesaro should should win. We've talked about that before, Andy, and yeah. I, I just want—I almost want a surprise, like C- Cesaro taking out Brock Lesnar is just as feasible as Rollins doing it. I mean. I, I want to be surprised. I want there to be some surprise entrance. No, maybe not like Tatanka from a few years ago, but somebody <laughs> that that makes me that gets me excited. So I, I was a little disappointed. I'm going to go nay.
0: Okay, I will I will say Slay. Uh, I think overall uh, overall it was it was a good Rumble. It wasn't like a terrible one. There's there's nothing that's going to make me say yeah that was you know a couple years from now I'm not going to be like ah oh, that was a bad one. But I will say. Even down to some of the specific beats of the match, the Women's Royal Rumble did everything to a much better degree. Just everything worked so much better in the Women's Royal Rumble. Down to your uh, Kofi Kingston falling off of the, falling out and still staying, staying in somehow versus the way Naomi was able to do that. It, it just worked better in the, in the women's rumble. Uh, same thing with e- even your end entrant with Becky Lynch coming in versus Nia Jax coming in at the end uh, for our truth So it, it just seemed to work on a whole nother level. That said, I still think that the men's rumble was fine. Um, nothing, nothing really to complain about for me. Seth Rollins winning totally fine by that. Uh, like you guys said, we, we want to avoid just repeating the last year. So having having someone different to challenge Brock Lesnar will be nice. Okay, so that does it for Slay Per View. I can't believe I got you guys to say Slay or nay so many times. <laughs> I can't, <laughs> I I can't so wait to so. do this again after the next one. Uh, yeah, hope maybe a one-time-only segment, but that's fine.
1: <laughs> All right, before we get you guys out of here, uh, Kyle obviously dropped off mysteriously. We, we hope he's okay. Maybe he got abducted. I don't know. Uh, but he wants to know, what was the weirdest part of your whole trip?
3: Like, for the WWE, are we talking, like, just all around our trip?
1: Oh, uh, we're talking <laughs> everything. This is open, yeah. It's this is open-ended. Oh. Everything's fair game.
2: Uh, to, one thing that stood out to me that I didn't oh. quite expect was how ruthless some of the fans can be. Okay. Oh. Mostly when it comes to the women, it's like if they don't like a guy, they're just gonna be like, Oh, I don't like him. If someone doesn't like a girl, they're gonna break down like her outfit, her hair color, her entrance song, her dance moves, like everything. And people are ruthless. And I, I mean, I kind of knew it because women's wrestling is still. I mean, it's been around, but it's still new, but it, it, that was something that kind of took me back and was, and was weird to me. What about you?
3: Not the weirdest. I'm going to switch it. Not the weirdest, but the craziest thing is how fast if an AEW shirt is shown, they're going to get them out of (gasps) Oh yeah. yeah. That was the craziest thing that happened on SmackDown. We saw four guys get taken out of their chairs. They had hoodies on and they unzipped them and they were in front of the TV, and a guy went straight to them, said, you guys come with us. We're pretty sure one didn't come back because he didn't want to change their shirts, but they gave him different shirts. That was something that, I mean, you don't yeah. mess with WWE. I understand that there's indie shows and there's other promotions coming, but... Which we, which we watch as well. Yeah. We watch it all. But if you're going to come into their house and mess with them in that way, I think that, you know what? Here's your money back. We're wait, not gonna lose any money. Wait, I you. lied.
2: The weirdest thing is I had a grown man argue with me that Vince McMahon oh, yeah. owns AEW. <laughs> <laughs> I mean oh, man, he's playing
0: in- he's playing 4D chess if that's the case.
2: We yeah. were standing in line to meet the B team, and I was he was like arguing with me about how Vince McMahon owns AEW. He... He was convinced of that, but then didn't agree when I said, well, I think Vince McMahon and New Japan are in cahoots together. Like, they don't do business, but they keep tabs. So I thought mine was more realistic, but he... Apparently Vince McMahon owns AEW, and that's that's that.
3: WWE Network swerve. Biggest episode of all time. <laughs> <laughs> Man, breaking
1: news. Breaking news. Uh, you heard it <laughs> here first from you guys. I appreciate it. <laughs> Well, again, I want to give a huge congratulations to you guys on the marriage. Thanks for coming on and talking about WWE and all things Royal Rumble weekend. It's been a lot of fun. And if you guys go to another event or if you ever just want to come on and talk, I mean, maybe, you know, in a couple months, we'll have a huge WrestleMania weekend. Maybe yeah. we'll have a viewing party and we can all talk about it.
2: Down. Yeah, yep. Definitely. Down.
1: All right. So that
0: does it for this episode of Opinions Anonymous. Thanks so much to everybody for listening. And thanks to Erica and Addison, our very special guests. Thanks so Thank much for being on. I really appreciate it.
2: Thank and, you.
0: And uh, don't forget to don't forget everybody to check us out on Twitter and Instagram at Opinions Anon Pod. And check out the website, of course, at Opinions dot com. Uh, that does it for us for this week. Uh, I've been Andy. We've had Luke and Erica and Addison with us today. Thanks for listening, everybody.
1: All right. You navigate out of the uh, New Mexico backwards.
2: <laughs> we were in some like national forest. <laughs> Sorry.
0: <laughs> Kyle, do I have to prompt you every time? Okay. Do we still have Kyle? Ky-
1: Ky- Maybe Kyle, not. Kyle I- just texted and said his computer just shut off. So <laughs> okay. <laughs> All right, we'll, we'll move on without him then. Uh, Andy's game, just so you guys know, is called. Uh, <laughs> S- <laughs> it's called Slayer Nay, and and we just go through. Uh, the no, matches. Luke. Luke. It's called. It's called Royal Rumble Slay purview yeah I wanna right. be very clear about that,
3: <laughs>
0: and we're gonna rate each each match slay or nay.